0: Hello and welcome to the Two Ball Brothers in a Microphone Podcast. This is your host Danny Ryan here with the other host, Tommy Ryan. <laughs> I feel like a co-host. a co-host. Host? Uh, yeah. The other. I can call you co-host okay. if you're cool with that. If you're not gonna. I don't be as. I don't need to be as high as a co uh, a host host. Well, what Just is is there a host of... and then a co-host, or is there can you can we both be co-hosts? both be, both be co-hosts. Like co-president on the office. <laughs> The uh, So, we haven't talked in a couple weeks here, and today is the day after Halloween, All Saints Day, November 1st, uh, 2018, and um, so you celebrated Halloween a little early. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, and it was more like a trunk or treat type of thing? Yeah, caravan, that 40 kids all at once ambushed our house. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's done in 45 seconds. It's it's pretty nice. It's, yeah. <laughs> you go kids. Get your candy. It's like it's like going to the grocery store being on the candy aisle in the grocery store just pick mm-hmm. whatever you want, kids. So, yeah, we had a good time last night. We've got we're in a pretty big neighborhood and we ended up going out with um, with Connor and McKenna, and uh, Kaylee's old enough that she wanted to go with some friends in the neighborhood. so okay. She's moved on to that, and so that was that was that's a, a new era for us. Uh, but she's she enjoyed doing that, and it was, it was a good night. It was a little warm. It wasn't as uh, I wish it was a little bit more cool, so it felt like the fall. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Uh, and we did a fire, and we watched our annual Charlie Brown. Oh, okay. So we always like doing that right after we go uh, trick or treating. Yeah, so it was, a lot, it, was, it was a good time. So, and uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about. I've taken I've recently taken some time out, um, doing some coursework and focusing in on our SEO. It's almost there's periods of time where I like I try to do stuff on my own and learn scrap on my own and and pick up things and learn things. And um, with this, I just wanted to take some uh, some courses just to check and see what I'm doing right, what I'm not doing right, and um, learn a little bit more from, from industry, industry uh, professionals. So I'm taking a course from a company called Yoast um, out of the Netherlands, and so I just wanted to sit down with you and share with you some of the things I've learned so far, um, and just relate it to sort of what our business is doing right now, what things I'm gonna change, and what things uh, and why I'm gonna change them, and what some of the things I'm doing right versus some of the things I'm not doing so right. And so, I ended up getting the—they've got a set of courses—and I sort of got the bundle together. Um, and so far, I've gone through their—you know—their first sort of like intro course to SEO. So it's sort of like a broad sweep of everything. And right now, I'm in the um, towards the end of the copywriting section or copywriting course. So this is to help with—you know—how do you produce materials that. Um, people want to read and and um, and also that they can find because <laughs> if they can never find the article you'll they'll never read it and so how do you how do you address those types of things so I think the first thing you know, getting started with all of this is sort of the the background is we do spend a lot of um, we put a lot of content out there I think in previous conversations you brought this out very well which is like how do we deal with all the information inside of our company and what do we share with people out there? And at one point in time, you're like, well, this content goes bad over time. And, you know, you take it and try to work with people to get it out onto our website. And then after that, it's like, you know, you don't have to really worry about everything we've uh, every OneNote file that we've saved, everything that's gone out there, it's just sort of like it's working information and then we put stuff out on our website and hopefully it's stuff that people you know, want to read about and can share it with the public. And I thought, thought that was a pretty um, interesting thing, way to focus in on sort of um, our, our content and making sure that we're sharing things that we're learning interna- internally um, with the rest of the world. And uh, for folks who don't know, um, you know, we do what, what I do inside a three wheel is, uh, I have people, um, either do one blog post or one podcast episode per quarter. Uh, and that gives us a chance for people to share something. And it really just encourages, I feel like I'm a bit of it. I'm you know pulling teeth to get it because yeah, everybody's got their normal job and they're not website bloggers. <laughs> That's not right. what they consider their normal job. Uh, but really, it's. I think it, it helps us out as an organization to take some of the things that we've learned and, and package it up for folks. Yeah. So. It, it's one of those things that you're not going to do on your own. Yeah. But if you have someone that can help create that cadence for you, it mm-hmm. becomes a, a healthy practice. Mm-hmm. And I, I mentioned that as sort of the first thing because I think um, I've written some things internally to say, you know, what what are the types of things that you should write about and share with other people? And um, we I typically let people know, like, what, if you've gone out and uh, let's say you're on a project and you've Googled for something and you didn't find anything good and then you figured it out yourself, I said, that's great. Yeah, you know, whatever you found out, take that information and share it so that the next person who's out there trying to find yeah. that information is able to find that from you. And I said, just some of the, some of the, um, some of our articles that we've written through the years are really ones where I feel like they, you know, they did the research and just packaged it up in a way so that um, they're passing it on to the next person who runs into the same problem. And a lot of our content is is uh, what they would classify as is informative content. So. Um, You can have content, you know, there, there are, I think there are four primary ways. The ones we focus in on are primarily is informative content. So we're trying to share uh, expertise or things that we've learned. Um, There's also persuasive content Um, and persuasive content. You, it might be like a product page. We're trying to convince somebody to do something or convince them, you know, why uh, do this or that and, usually on um, the main pieces of content that you're putting out on a website. We do a lot of blog posts, but then there's also a lot of people do sort of the, the um, content about a product or a service. For us, it would be a service, and we're trying to put out persuasive content for that. Why should you talk to us about doing this? Why is it that um, we would be the best partner to help some out with something along those lines? And that's something I haven't... I mean, we've, we, talk, we went through a book... Um, a copywriting book of something like how to write copy that sells a while back. And that has sort of a framework for how do you set that up? And I think I'm sort of revisiting my notes from that. And, um, one of the things that I've gotten from this is I need to create something that they call cornerstone content because we've written a lot of, we've done a lot of content, put in a lot of, the, and I'll take just like the jive migrations as an example, because it's a, I think a good example for us. Um, and it's been successful for us. So we've written a lot of blog posts. We've done a lot of you know we've done presentations. We have an ebook, and I've put all this content out there. And the issue right now is um, is our, our if you do it and you don't have like one piece of content that Google knows is the thing that is what they call your cornerstone content, then some of your content can compete with it. It's so, like Google will not know which which page is really the one. Mm-hmm. That you mean when somebody searches for, you know, job to office 365 migrations. Right. And so like right now I go and search for it and it brings up my, almost one of the original blog posts is the one that's doing the best for it right now. And that might, that that, that that's, that's good because we have like a post from a long time ago and it gets them started. And so over time I've been, you know, updating that post and trying to optimize it where it may lead us to the service that we do for it and make some tweaks on that. But what they suggest to do is to create um, a, a piece of content called Cornerstone Content. And so you would create an online guide to jive to Office 365 migrations. And that, everything would link back to that guide. So within your site, Google's sort of, their algorithms are, I know a piece of content um, is important because people link to that content and sort of how they, how they figure out, um, it's one component of how they figure out what page is more important than another page right. or what website is more important than another website. And so one of the things I'm going through right now is I'm looking at some of the pieces of cornerstone content that I need to create on our website so that um, I'm putting it out there and that's our main, that's what I want people to, you know, these are the four or five things that if they see anything on our website, I want them to, to see these pieces of content. And, um, and so what you would do is you'd, take an, you'd create a uh, Jive to Office 365 migration guide. They, that guide would be something you would um, highly optimize you would keep up to date all the time. It would just be an extremely well-written piece of content. All everything, it would link off to other articles, but those all those articles would would link back to that. Okay. And um, and so it's it's a it's your way of showing to Google that this is when somebody searches for this, this is my piece of content. This is key that I authoritative to content. This is yeah on our website. It's just like um, it's Google's trying to figure out uh you know whatever what which which content is more important to you on the site and the content that's more important to you is the one that you know all these posts link up to and point back to so that was one of the the big things that i've gotten out of that and so i've got you know we're going to do um and we have ebooks and i'm what i'm going to do is take a look at what we have with regards to like ebooks and maybe Taking portions of that content and creating uh, guides out of them, okay, and reusing some of the content so that it's easy for us to, um, you know, uh, take some of the stuff. I think we, I have like I got all this great content. It's now it's just getting it into a format that makes sense for Google to process and for people to find. Okay. Um, that was a big thing that I had gotten out of this. I've also, um, I mean, we've done some, was doing sort of research on um, keywords and sort of what do we want to go after. And the thing that they start off with, and this is, I know we're going through the annual planning and um, talking about this, and you've already he- heard me bring up, bring this up several times, which is, you know, what creates, what what what's unique about us. And so the the whole, all the coursework is about. Yeah, you got to start with what, why are you different than everybody else? Because if you don't really know what that is, then you don't know how to, what, you know, people, they don't have any reason to go find you. Right. If there's nothing different about you, then there's a bunch of other people that are. And so this gets to the, you know, what are, um, when someone is out there, and, you know, for us, I'm, I'm typically looking at what problem are they trying to solve? What are they trying to do? And where do I want us to show up and show up as being a very high on the list? They go through and like part of the class is, you know, the you know, it's some obnoxious number where 50% of the time people click on the first link on the first page. And it drops off. I mean, it just drops off like after the second or third to like 75% of the time they click on those three. Right. And then most of the time, nobody ever goes to the second page. I mean they really gotta be looking for something. And so showing up on that front page and then that front page you're also competing with AdWords as well, which are sometimes up above it. So the for the things that you want people to think of your company as being the best at and unique unique about um then you really got to show up got so to tune that you've got to tune that it's really really be focused and so that's why i like the cornerstone content google says well i know three will's good at uh, these four or five things and so they really have you know they've got a hundred blog posts that are out there that point back to this guide. And they, you know, just all this—it's you're giving an abundance of reasons to Google, like why these four or five things are things that make us unique as a service provider. And so, um, part of that is is making sure that our site reflects that. And um, so, right now, I'm taking, uh, you know, I'm going through the process right now of of doing that. And I'm also some of the other things that I've learned as we we've. picked up on this is is that um is i'm going away from these i used to, i loved mega menus and i love the menus and all that sort of stuff and google's very focused on 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 mobile and i know for our stuff you know typically the um the profile is somebody at work at a desktop probably googling things but people could be you know you could be like you know uh Somebody could have on their to-do list, uh, we've got to get off of Jive and over to Office 365 and could have their mobile phone and just, you know, yeah. type that in. And that could be what they're, they're, they're on an off hour and just they're doing some research. Um, and so you, the, the issue with these menus is, uh, is that, um, you know, you've got the drop downs and it just doesn't map very well over to mobile. So, and then also the idea of you can drive somebody down a couple of pages. You don't have to have it all on the homepage, which I sort of, it used to be like, I had almost like a site map of a menu. Everything was up there. It's like, I want to throw everything in your face so that you can just find it from the menu. And they're just describing how that can, from an experience, it's like, it's, uh, we've talked about like paradox of choice. If you have too many decisions, you can't it's make a decision. It's yeah. paralyzing so they're really sort of saying put the four your menu should be the four or five things um, why somebody would come to your site well they want to learn more about our services or they want to learn more about the company or they're there for finding a job or you know so just putting up and emphasizing what are the things that somebody wants to do and just have them you click on it and you're there And so I'm right now I'm, through, I'm in the mid sort of mid part of the process of simplifying our navigation. And then what I've done is I've taken our almost like a site map and put it at the bottom of the page because people are used to like if I can't find something scroll to the bottom or, or and also this links up the site as well where um, I'm emphasizing to Google what are the important pages on our website as well. So I'm using that and um, trying to simplify the processes, especially for a mobile user, for how somebody uses our site. Um, So going through some of those types of things, we're trying to make it easier for mobile Um, time-wise. I I could probably talk for, I know we've got five minutes here or so before our our stand-up, but um, the copywriting stuff, the stuff I'm in right now, is good because uh, they just sort of walk you through the structure of what a good blog post looks like and um, and how somebody processes reading a blog post. So sometimes, and I think we've um, going back, you know, the, the importance of headers and the importance of how you organize and structure something so that most of the time, someone's just scanning it. And so you want it to be, you've got a header that describes sort of what it is. And the, the, they're saying the importance of that first sentence saying, what's what are you going to get out of this? It's almost like, you know, somebody, most of the time, people are just going to read that first sentence. And either it's an jump, elevator pitch for the get, blog. It's either, yeah. I'm, it's, this thing's either worth my next two minutes or not and i'm going to decide based upon number one it looked interesting so the meta descriptions are important meta descriptions are i use the yoast plugin to describe what that page is about it's sort of like why would i want to go there and that shows up on the search uh, engine page the results page so you want to have that be compelling and then you know that's sort of like what are you going to get out of reading this and then the first one is sort of like what's your main point i mean what's what's your point here and i'll read more if i think you know i want to learn more about mm-hmm. what your main point is and then it sort of just drives through and how creating order li- ordered lists makes things easier for somebody to process and sort of and we're doing a lot of, I think we're doing a good job with, um, I've got sort of like next like at the bottom of each post it's linked off to a related post so somebody can sort of go from there to something else that might be interesting to them um, but it's just, it was really going through this, the structure, how do you create the pro- appropriate structure Um, And a lot of it was just sometimes I think some of our posts are like paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. And it's just it's not easier, easy for the person to process. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so learning some things about that. um, I think the keyword stuff, I think as we're looking at planning for next year, like yesterday we were on the and I'll share this and I've got one story and then we'll wrap it up. Um, You know, the keywords are. Or should be influenced by what makes us different from everybody else. And so that's why I'm really trying to, and I'm not, I don't, I focus in on search engine. I'm not doing a lot of things with AdWords. So I'm not paying for placements right now. I'm trying to optimize our search in because paying for it has sort of two, impl- you know, Number one, you have to pay money more. Right. Number two, people—they're not people. Don't think it—it it, it seems like you're trying to be persuasive when you try to place yourself for it. We probably could do a better job, and, and uh, really across the different networks that are out there, you have to hit people multiple times. So I think there's things we can do in a smart way, um, but. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just, you know, as we look at next year, trying to figure out what are the things that differentiate us. And it's it's tough if you could just say, you know, we love to solve business problems and we're the best in the world and, you know, all the things that, you know, consulting companies will say about themselves. You're right. Like agile. agile. Yeah, we're, we're Agile. We're, you know, we've got happy customers. It's just like the rest of the world can say this. And really what, um, you know, what people are looking for is, you know, for us is how are we going to help them solve a specific problem that they might have. And it's got to be something that their own teams can't solve themselves. Um, And it's got to be something that just, you know, especially for us is they have to go through and you know, this they have to go through the process of bringing us on as a vendor. So it's got to overcome that hurdle, right? It's gotta be, it's gotta overcome a lot of hurdles for us to be, you know, to actually do project work together um, and so, you really gotta—you've got to have something that's like, yeah, you know, I gotta talk to these guys about this because they've done this and they've got, you know, this tooling or they've got this process, and I know this, and I heard, you know, I saw the there was another organization that similar to us that did this, and you just gotta really overcome a lot of big hurdles in order for them just to pick up the phone or fill out mm-hmm. a form or you know, just for them to, because they don't want to waste their time either. Um, so. The last thing is we had an interesting call yesterday, and this relates to all of this, which is um, last night we, uh, or last night, four four o'clock yesterday, we took a call from NBC Universal. um, And I didn't know whether it was related because we're also talking about migrating with Jive and, and Jeff's working or helping out with that opportunity and um that came up earlier this week and um they reached out to us and it was about integrating salesforce with sharepoint so they had gotten they'd seen the trove stuff i don't it's um some of the materials are still out there just like uh on youtube and some of the i don't emphasize it but it's people can find out i mean you google this is one of the from doing my research we're still show up very high when somebody searches for salesforce and sharepoint so this is what somebody had was looking at integrating, so we sort of came up and they reached out to us. And yesterday, by the time I was talking to the guy, he already, you know, he he knew more about it than I think most of us inside this company know about because he had gone through the blog post and he was describing sort of like, well, I saw you guys had um, addressed some of the issues with the, the file upload size and, and something. And, and, you know, Jeff and I are in there and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, talking to him about it. And I explained to him, I was like, this is something we used to have as a free thing out in the community. It's no longer on the app. So sort of giving all my caveats to, you know, this isn't a product and this is something we could bring on the um, projects. But, and then also trying to, I think for us was um, because we'd already been working with NBC Universal for this other migration was saying, you know, and Jeff mentioned the names. And so we're, I was more of using this um, as, uh, you know, maybe if we're doing this other work, it'd be, be easier sort of to bolt this on. if It might be a good opportunity for us to use this asset for them, especially if they were a client that we're doing something else with. and also just makes it seem a little bigger. It's like, you know, we we're talking to this group and they're talking to that group. right and, you know, Nobody's heard of three like <laughs> My head's not that big. Um, so it was just a neat sort of way of triangulating on it. And the reason I mention that is because these both of the opportunities are coming from people searching for, you know, somebody searching for agile migration and somebody searching for share, you know, Salesforce and SharePoint integration. And it leads to these two opportunities that come up that, you know, and, and, and from a marketing standpoint, you try to look at the origins of things, you know, where, how do I get into somebody's mind as being someone who can solve a problem? And I think a lot of it is because we've put content out there and they were able to find us and everybody does their research it's like they're in the they this guy was he's been in the research phase for a while by the time he came along it was just like he he knows what we're doing and we put the content out there and i just want us to continue to emphasize how important it is for us to put content out there about what we do and even if it's something we're not emphasizing still will people find it which is pretty amazing um So i want us to continue to as we look at this next year is to to find those things and think about now this is a trying to challenge the group as well with don't put it into your words put it in get you have to get into the mind of someone who is trying to solve the problem right and what are the terms that they're using and you know we call our uh, managed services sustainment somebody's not searching for that so what are they searching for because if they never find us and if we're not optimized for those keywords we're not, they're never going to know about us. Right. And, and so that's one of the things I think I'm taking from the course and trying to make sure I share with others. Well, I, I covered about 99% of the there. <laughs> I appreciate you listening. Sure. Um, uh, and uh, it was, uh, yeah, just still processing some of the stuff. I'm, I'm, st- I'm just on the copywriting course. I still have more to go with some of the video stuff and other things that I'm looking at. Um, but uh well, thank you, everybody. Yeah. I, we are past our stand up time, so we've got a t- time. I have to go jump into another meeting. Appreciate you listening. Um, and uh, if you've learned anything uh, from the Yoast courses or have anything to add, leave a comment uh, at the bottom of the page. And I um, uh, appreciate you taking the time to listen to this and have a wonderful day. Thanks, Tommy. All right. Goodbye. Bye bye.